good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast with you. As always, is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Back out here in nature. Uh, last week's podcast was um, met with such regard that I decided, hey, why don't I do it again? You know, why don't I just repeat? We tend to do that a lot in life, right? Like when something's good, you're like, let me do this shit again, right? Repetition. Something about it, like it feels good when you do the same shit over and over again, right? Say, for instance, like you're somebody who does the same workout every day, right? You do, what, 20 on the tread and 20, like, weights and stuff. You're used to it. feels good. But you're not anticipating any change, so you're not getting any, like, challenge, right? That's what I'm all about these days. I, you should not be um, interested in failing, Uh it's just, I mean, like, let's be honest. I mean, like, nobody wants to fucking fail, right? I mean, come on, like. But I was, like, really hard on myself when I failed. And I was really hard on myself for, you know, a multitude of different reasons regarding mental health and stuff like that. But, I mean, I feel as if I've got a firm grip on it now where I understand that it is necessary for me to learn new shit. Okay? So many of us adults, we give up. Give up on learning. I've seen it happen a thousand times in all my occupations, too. People reach a certain point, and they're like, I'm done, dude. Kiss that fucking picture goodbye, because we're out of here, okay? We ain't going to stick around for dessert, okay? We're done with this place. Adults also have, like, um, <clears throat> zero patience, and they equivalent their zero patience to the fact that they've got kids, their job. Uh, you know, they can't, they can't make do with this, that, or whatever. Okay, so like, let's think. I, okay, case in point. I use myself because humility is the best way to communicate with my audience, I believe. Thank you, Emily Kane, for the positive text message regarding that. I will do my best to make you proud. Um, I, okay, so when I was sedentary and I just was like, ah, I'm staying home. I'm playing Madden. I'm beating granola. I was scared to engage. Uh, say, for instance, the buddy would call me up and be like, hey, Bob, can you come over and help me move this desk? I would cringe. I would cringe because I was scared to get hurt. Or no, excuse me. Not scared to get hurt. I was more or less um, didn't want to get hurt because I couldn't afford to get hurt. One, I didn't have health care. But I mean, let's be honest. I, that didn't make a difference to me at all. It was like this weird psychological thing, you know? I I had gotten myself into this, like, just funk, depression, you know? And, like, let's, let's be honest, the best thing in the world for depression, in my opinion, is food. I love food, you know? I, uh, God, I love peanut butter, like, carbohydrates, like, all the shit that's bad. So, you know, instead of, like, going out and help somebody move something, I would sit there and just eat and, you know, hate myself even more, which is kind of crazy when you're aware of the fact that you hate yourself, but you don't do anything to fix it. One time, I uh, helped my father-in-law move a desk down, like, 18 stairs, like, and I, I wasn't warmed up, I wasn't limber, you know, and I hurt myself, and I was so mad, but I wasn't mad about the injury or the desk, I was mad at myself really because I'd allowed myself to get to this spot where I got comfortable, you know? I was like, ah, 
this is what I do now. You know, I come home from work and I sit there until I go to bed. Dude, I can't do that no more. I don't know what happened, but thank you, God, and all of her universe creatures that have inspired me through the spiritual dimension of connectivity with one nature. Love coming out here, man. Really do. I wish this was the reality that we all just lived in nature still. I know it sounds crazy because you all like the air conditioning. You all like DoorDash and stuff, but I don't know. It's just so much more peaceful out here. I don't even like come here sometimes and say, hey, I'm going to podcast. I just find myself inspired to do it, you know? I'm coming up on this spot right now where I once um, saw a snake. Uh, I saw it like 10 feet in front of me, you know? And it was on an episode, actually, I believe, live on Bobby Vibrations. But those episodes are missing in the void. I can't find them. That's another story. But anyway, the snake, dude, the snake is in the middle of the path. And it's engaged in a battle with a field mouse. And I, I froze. Oh, God, it was just so intense, you know? Like, it's so weird. Like, I was at, where was it when this happened? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was at church. I was at church, Storehouse Church, okay, over there on Germantown Pike. We'll get to that. I don't know if I've talked about church, but uh, anyway, one of the, <clears throat> what do you call it, the sermons or whatever, when, they're, when the pastor is speaking, she asked uh, the audience, and the audience was very, it's so weird, like, when you're amongst people who are scared to participate, Dude, I raise my hand first. I'm, you know what I mean? This is me. You know me. You've been listening to me for 351 episodes. You get it? I'm crazy in a good way. She asked, uh, so uh, just call it out, everybody. Just tell me, what's your biggest fear? And everybody was like, snakes. And I was like, oh, my God. I didn't, I didn't, like, it's just so embedded in us, right? And, of course, there's the whole religious aspect of the snake in the Garden of Eden and stuff like that. But whatever, dude. You know what I mean? Also, dude, that, if that shit happened so long ago, how did they know that's how the story goes, you know? Uh, look, Storehouse Church is a beautiful place. If you go to church, if you go to a synagogue, if you go anywhere where you're being spiritual, it's a fun place to go. It's kind of like going to like a retreat in your mind. But, I mean, like, I will be also completely honest with you, the audience. I'm in a, I don't know, like dark night of the soul when it comes to spirituality like that. It's like... I believe in everything, man. And I know a lot of people think that's nuts. And I know a lot of people think, oh, he's eating too much granola on that couch. He's lost his goddamn mind. But, I mean, like, Confucius, Taoism, Buddhism, Islam, like, all these different religions, they all have, like, one kind of, like, connected type piece to it, you know? And I'm not going to verbalize what I think that is because I'll leave that up to you. But, I mean, like, look. We're all trying to figure out what this existence is. What, what, what am I doing here in this world, you know, on this dirt? You know, I know that I'm a dad. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. I'm like, boom, Tyler. You know what I mean? Love that dude, man. But like with spirituality, for me, it was like, it was presented in a way where it was more an obligation rather than a feeling or emotion that needed to be had. Like you got, like in other words, like, um, Say, for instance, you're somebody who likes fireworks, right? When the fireworks are going off, you're standing there in awe. You are just taking notice of just how beautiful this is. This is your bag. And, like, I'm surrounded by people like that when I go to Storehouse Church. But I myself, I don't know. I just – it's not that, like, I can't connect to spirituality because I feel so spiritual. 
I feel right now the most spiritual I, I, I can possibly be, being here in my version of church nature, Valley Green, you know. Um, but my point is, is like, I've always been good at spirituality solo. I've never been good at spirituality, though, with a group. Now, I've been in bands, you know, and I could do it. I could play in a band, but I am no solo artist, right? So there's different things that vary with me where I can do it by myself. And, you know, I, other things I can't, you know, like I can go to the movies by myself. No problem. Some people think that's crazy. And I'm like, what? you've never taught yourself how to experience true pleasure, true self-care. But religion, man, it's just, man, it's just tough for me because it's like, dude, I, I look at them like the people who are just feeling so um, connected to God or whatever, they, you know, to like Jesus and all this other stuff. Like, it's just like, I can't, I can't commit because it's like I feel connected towards all walks of life, too. And I know it's so hard because of, like, yeah, he's a white guy from the middle class. How the hell is he going to be able to say he identifies with somebody from, you know, Mumbai or something like that? You know what I mean? Like, but I'm just saying, like, look, if we all are connected, like, I hope we are. Like, I've seen stuff that, like, well, what's this backpedal right there? 15 seconds, you know, Jamie? Okay. Um, Look, I just have faith in existence. I have faith that there is something going on here. I mean, without doubt, you know what I mean? Like, even, like, something as small as, you know, saying, like, power of prayer, repetition of words or something like that to feel connected towards some otherworldly thing. There's definitely something going on. But for me, I have to keep myself open towards everyone, everything, and all possibilities of spirituality. I can't just be like, nah, dude, I can't go out with her, man. She's, she's, uh, you know, she's Jewish. I can't, I can't get down with that. I'm a Catholic Christian. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is something that, like, was embedded into many of you who are listening from their parents, right? This was a generational thing. And then I remember, like, you know, in the 80s and 90s, like, the whole, like, just controversy, like, when people started to, um, interracially date. I, I think it was Whoopi Goldberg and Ted Danson. Like, the media couldn't handle it. White guy and a black girl? Come on. Like, but dude, like, you see how far we've come, right? I mean, we have come far, but we also take, like, my therapist once said, a former therapist said, um, uh, two steps forward, ten steps back. It's, like, basically, like, the whole notion of therapy. You can progress, but then you're always going to have to go back. And, like, kind of that's where we're at in America right now. I mean, everything's a mess, right? I mean, we can't really figure out what's what, you know, and... The only thing I could say is you just got to maintain positivity because, like, in my version of, like, spirituality, talking with strangers, helping strangers, smiling, asking people questions about them, telling them that they matter. This is a version of church to be, man. You know, like, connecting with, like, total strangers. Like, right now I'm at Valley Green, and I guarantee I'll walk past somebody here in a second on the path, and they won't look at me. They won't say hi. And in my opinion, that's just nuts, dude. You know, it's so crazy. Do you ever just, like, sit and watch people's faces walk by and just, like, kind of say to yourself, I mean, like, whoever your God is, whoever your, you know, uh, dude on the throne or whatever you want to call it, do you ever just say to yourself, like, man, whoever created this whole thing, they came up with a lot of variety. There's a lot of beauty in the world, right? There's a lot of things that we can do. There's a lot of things that we can see. It's cool. Yeah. Thank you. About the crossover Bell's Mills right now. It's always, like, confusing because, like, the car's 
sometimes don't want to stop, but sometimes they do want to stop. You in a rush? Good rush, all right. Take care, sir. Almost got hit literally on the air right here. <laughs> he totally almost hit me, man. This is old guy. Oh, man. See, this is why I love podcasting on the go. You know what I mean? Oh, shit, I'm going the wrong way. Yes, I'm going to cross over to Bell's Mills now and go into the back entrance. It's very spiritual over on this other side. It's also very sad that a lot of people have um, abused this place for so many years. Like, uh, it seems to be pretty clean right now, but I remember like last summer there was like a straight porta potty stuck in the in the bottom of like a river here. It's going to get loud here for a second um, and scary because you got to like walk. You gotta walk on this in like tiny little part of the road where like the cars sometimes get so close. During the pandemic, when I was a crazed madman, I thought the uh, I thought everything was airborne. <laughs> I have so many pictures of myself wearing a mask here, and you know, hey, I was just trying to be conscious towards humanity. But I mean, like, come on, there was no real need for that. But it looked cool. I looked cool. I had cool masks, right? But like, this one time I'm crossing over here at Bell's Mills, and there's a fellow uh, runner of the trail next to me, and um, I'm yielding to her to cross so she can cross first, right? And apparently I'm taking too long to be kind towards my fellow traveler of the woods. And this guy in this, like, SUV starts screaming at me, yelling to the effect of, what was he saying? He was like, uh, uh, I get it, man. Yeah, go connect with nature. And, like, I just went off because I was not well and I also wasn't on medication at that point. I take Lexapro, by the way. I don't know if I've ever told anybody. It really helps with um, overcompulsive disorder, depression, uh, all sorts of different things. Kind of saved my life in a way. Metaphysically, spiritually, physically, whatever you want to say. So I was just a mess. And there was in the height of the pandemic, I remember being so depressed because I was like on this like uh, – uh, physical transformation, like losing weight. This is when I got down to like 170 and people were like, you're you sick, Bob? You get you get cancer? Like, also made me feel like shit, but that was last week's episode. This is this week's episode, so here we go. Get back to the present. Hey! So this guy just freaks out on me, man, and I freaked out on him, man, and I was like, oh, I'm in a rush to go to nature? What are you in a rush to go to your bullshit nine-to-five job, motherfucker? And like, I just went off, dude, and like, I basically told him to get out of the car. And I stood there waiting for him to get out of the car. I'm being honest with you, and I'm embarrassed to say that because if you all know me in person, I'm not a violent person, nor do I wish strife upon anybody. But for some reason, I went to take everything out on this guy. You know, like, it's just weird, man. Do you ever have a problem with somebody, you know, and, like, it just eats away at you? Before medication, man, it used to drive me nuts. Why does this person hate me so much? Now I'm good, man. Ha ha. Walk straight into the woods. That's how you get your problems to go away for a brief period of time. That therapy, anything you could do to get yourself to be the best version of yourself. Because you know what? You probably haven't met that person yet. I don't even know like, if I'm even close. But I feel like I'm pretty... I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job of trying to be proactively... Um, just figuring out more about myself. You know, it's like... It's so strange, like, even when you become a dad or you become an administrator or a teacher, whatever you, whatever you do in life, it, it, it's so easy to forget about yourself, you know? Let's talk about that, right? Wait, what do you mean, Bob? Like, oh, forget about yourself. Like, what, what, does, that, what does that mean, really? Like, I'm saying, like, when's the last time, like, you know, you actually 
I guess like online and like therapy and shit, they say, check in with yourself. Fuck all that shit. When's the last time you went somewhere, got your favorite, like, you know, milkshake, got your nails done, went to the movie solo, sensory deprivation tank, eat a bowl of cereal that's a little bit too big. Water pick den floss. Condition shampoo, condition. Oh, something that's for you, you know, and it's like for me and my um, uh, mental health recovery, one of the things that I am practicing is self-care. My therapist talks about this all the time and I've gotten good at it. This is self-care right now. Like I, I'm pod, I usually listen to podcasts and hike, but now I'm podcasting while hiking and like it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good to also connect old school with you, you know, like a long form conversation. I think I've gotten too used to podcasting solo, too. I'm trying to get guests back on the show. There's some interesting people whom I've seen online, and uh, hopefully that happens again soon. But for now, though, I'm having a great time with y'all being personal here, you know? It makes me happy when I get done these. I don't listen back. Sometimes I'm like, man, I should totally probably take a little listen. But you know what? This is truly me, and it's not like some watered-down version of, like, what I used to think I was like my ego was out of control before my uh, mental health recovery. Ego is one of the worst goddamn things that you can possess. And it's really weird how much humanity relies on it and how many people that you probably have in your own circle who maybe they're narcissists. Maybe they're, maybe they're not doing well. Maybe they're bipolar. Maybe they're, you know, struggling with, um, ADHD something, you know, it's good to take care of people, you know what I mean? And it's also good to take care of yourself, you know? Say, for instance, you're around somebody who's, like, extremely negative, right? Now, this is something that I have started to do. I used to, like, think that, like, okay, this person is making me feel like shit. I have to spend more time with them so then I can get them to come around to me. So that way they start to feel better about themselves. Or I, I don't or no, excuse me, I would feel better about myself by hanging out with them. And the only thing that that was doing was hurting me even more. You know, because like, I was putting myself out there like a real estate skin bag being like, hey, I want to be your friend. Why won't you be my friend? And I know this, is sound, this sounds like childish, but this is the truth. I no longer do that. You know, it's like when I meet somebody and like they're just not totally down with my, you know, cosmic self teetering on the planet Earth and the corner galaxy. Eh. I, I'm good, you know, I walk away. And that's the best feeling ever for me is to be able to practice self-care while protecting myself from being emotionally hurt. I mean, like, I know it sounds, no, I shouldn't say that because that even is egotistical saying that statement. Like, I know it sounds crazy. It's not crazy, man. We all have emotions. We all have shit that we don't talk about. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's why I like that guy, Patty the Batty from the UFC. He lost his friend. He made a whole speech up about mental health and how men don't speak about stuff. We don't speak about our shit. And it's just like, look, man, I really feel like we need to talk about our shit because it's like, that's how it goes, you know? How's it going? Good, man. Fellow traveler right there with the sweet little doggy.
Can't wait to bring my dog back out here. I don't know if I told you all, but she had uh, messed her ACL up. And, uh, yeah, it was very sad. But, yeah, I'm doing well, and I hope you're doing well. I guess we should, you know, take a listen to a song right now that I've done in the past. Uh, starting to get nostalgic again with some of the groups I've been in. Let's take a listen to this classic banger here on the Bobcast. Up all night, feeling right, mind is stuck on overdrive. Paradise is inside, I just want to be alone tonight. With myself, I never felt this good, nobody else could ever make me feel incredible. And at the time my by, I was camping up oh, to my own world, population, just my own world. Safety first, no kind of danger, all alone where there ain't no strangers. No work or play, complaining, no way, let me live, let me be. on the podcast uh super stoked that you guys are hanging out with me here in nature it's always a pleasure i'm thinking about doing um a festival this uh fall but it's going to be a little bit different type fest it's going to be a citv film festival with both bands and music i'm taking a selfie right now in nature because i need to document this trip for y'all you know what i'm saying but, uh, yeah, I want to get back into playing music, you know? I really do. But I want to be a drummer. So if you're listening to this and you want to be in a band with me, let me know, okay? I'll come over. Or No, no, you can come over to my house because I go to bed early. Dude, I went to bed so early yesterday. God, dude, I was watching a movie with my kid. We went out to a lovely dinner together, him, just him and I, while Mommy went out with friends. And we just had, like, the best of times, man, you know? Like, he's my dude. You know what I mean? I hope that... You guys have somebody like that that makes you feel special, and I hope that you do something tonight, tomorrow, or in the near future 
that is exhibiting self-care for yourself because I firmly believe in that. I firmly believe in you being the best version you can be to beat down those mental health demons, to practice a better way of life, really. I mean, that's all I got to say. You know what I mean? I am the guru name <laughs> I am the guru named B.O.B., and this has been another episode of The Bobcast.